Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you again for lending me those wonderful ears. Now, today I want to talk about an email I got. I get a lot of emails, like a lot. And some emails I just really don't like. And I don't like them because the question is so broad. It's so big that I can't help. I feel impotent because I can't help. Sometimes people want me to solve what I call a just a bulky problem with a simple answer. And it isn't like that. The latest email I received basically said the following. I'm having, I'm meeting with clients. I'm finding prospects. I'm meeting with them but I'm just not able to close the deal. Can you please help me? Now, I don't know about you, but that's a bulky problem. That it could be, there's so many reasons why they're not getting back to you, going dark, which means they're not calling you back, or simply not buying from you. So my response to the gentleman was the following. There's five things you need to look at. This problem, this question is too broad for me to answer. So my question back to you is, here are five things you should double check to make sure that you're in line with to help you sell more effectively. So here are the five things I suggested for him to do, quote unquote, a diagnostic check on his sales ability. The first one, people or person. Are you talking to the right people? In other words, we often talk about the ideal client profile or persona. Are you addressing, are you targeting the right people? Because you can have the best sales pitch in the world. You can have the best product in the world, the best price in the world, but if you're targeting the wrong people, it doesn't matter. So, number one, are you targeting the right person or people within a company? Number two, do these people need your product or service, but do these people need your product? So if I target the right people and I have the right product, then the probability of them accepting an invitation for a meeting and maybe moving forward are very high. So first, am I targeting the right people? Do I have the right product that they need? Number three is the pitch. Now, let me define the pitch in my terms. I mean the pitch within your voicemail, within your emails. Do you have the right value pitch? In other words, is there something compelling in your message or messages that make people want to call you back? In fact, not even call you back, want to take your phone call. Let me, let me explain the difference. This is important. Too often people leave a message, hey, this is da-da-da-da from ABC and Company, da-da-da-da, I have this, that, ABC, please call me, love to talk to you. Now, when you tell the customer to call you back, you're putting the onus on them to actually call you back. You shouldn't do that. What you should say is, sorry I missed you, here's what we offer, here's the great value message, I'll give you a call or follow up with an email, whatever it may be. I'll give you a follow up in a couple of days and I'll send you an email in the meantime. You take the burden off them. Don't make customers call you back because they're not going to do it. So that voicemail pitch, I should say pitches, has to be compelling. Now, one pitch is one voicemail, but we know that to call somebody the first time and then be able to connect with them on a second call, chances are that's not gonna happen. So my question to this gentleman was, what are your value pitches? In other words, 
Here's your first voicemail. What's the value in that message? It could be an email as well. Then you're going to come back again with a second caller, second email. What's the value of that pitch? Number three, whatever your cadence is, how often do you plan to contact them? Each value message should be like a layer cake, right? Just one layers on top of each other, building more and more value, maybe even to the point that the owner, or I just say your target person is so compelled by your value after three to five messages that they're gonna say, you know what, I'm gonna call Victor up. Because what he's proposing, what he's talking about, I gotta hear more of that. So getting your pitches right is important. People, product, pitches, and then let's say you get the call back, you set up the meeting now, number four in the diagnostic check, is how good is your presentation? How good, how solid is your presentation in understanding, identifying the customer's needs, and then tying your product in such a way that it'll help them understand how they're gonna increase revenue, reduce costs, or expand market share. That's my value trinity, remember that? Help them increase revenue, reduce costs, expand market share. How good is your product pitch, or presentation rather? So that's number four, so we got people, product, pitch, and then presentation. And last but not least, obviously we gotta talk money, and that is pricing. Is your pricing aligned with pricing in the market? Now, I'm gonna say it has to be cheaper. I don't even think it has to be at price. It can be a little more expensive, but not ridiculous. Is your pricing appropriate for your product or service? Now, if that person can tell me, Honestly, I'm just gonna pretend I'm having a conversation with this guy after you send me the email. If he could respond back, Victor, I'm targeting the right people with the right product, I have the right pitches, I have the right presentation with the right price, then I think if he's able to solve all those five, align all five in his favor, I think his close rates are gonna increase because he's gonna be able to close more deals if he have those five things aligned. So my question to you listening to this if you're having a hard time closing more deals, is it because you're targeting or not targeting the right people? Or maybe you're not offering the right products if you offer multiple products. If you only offer one type of products, then you definitely have to find the right people. When you leave a voicemail or send an email, do you have the right pitch? How is your presentation? Is it so compelling that when you get to the end of your 10, 20 minutes, whatever it is, you the call to action is so powerful and so strong that the client, the prospect, is compelled to want to take action. Do you even have a call to action at the end of that presentation? You'd be surprised. 76% of salespeople never ask for the order. That means 76% don't have a call to action. And last but not least, pricing. Don't be afraid to talk about pricing. Let's put the pricing on the table. Studies have shown that whether you introduce pricing early or late makes a difference. In a study I referenced by Gong.io, they suggest that putting price towards the end is much more powerful, much more impactful. Whatever your strategy is, if you got the right people with the right product, the right pitch, the right presentation, and the right pricing structure, there's no reason your close rate shouldn't go up. Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your opinion. And that is it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Again, leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Pandora, Spotify, wherever you find me. Let me know. Also, check out my online Sales Velocity Academy. Again, 50 courses plus, over 500 videos, probably one of the most comprehensive sales learning management platforms on the planet. Can I say that? I think I can. So if you're serious about increasing your sales velocity, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. That's salesvelocityacademy.com. 
Lastly, I want to thank you for listening as always. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.